companies have been borrowing more and more to drill in America's oil fields. Some estimates have oil and gas industry debt jumping more than 50% over the last five years, long before the dramatic slide in oil prices over the last six months. Our Inside Energy reporter Dan Boyce tells us that drop in prices is now making it a lot harder to pay off those mounting debts. Economists say these tanking oil prices are an overall net positive for the world's economy. Cheaper gas, cheaper manufacturing, it's being compared to a tax break. However, it's pretty disastrous for the country's oil boom. We could see some companies fail as a result. Matthew Perone is a Chicago-based investment consultant. When people with extra money floating around approach him, he tells them where they should park it. Perone says the amount of debt stacking up on the balance sheets of companies drilling in the U.S. is making investors like him nervous. Oh yes, it's a very, very topical issue. And you can see it in the stock prices. Which have been falling. Just listen to financial news programs like The Street. Falling oil prices are weighing down the equity markets at the start of the... Cratering might actually be a better way to describe oil stocks. And some say the low oil prices are just exposing a problem that's been growing behind the scenes. Energy analyst Deborah Lawrence Rogers has been sounding alarms on this for years. There are definite systemic problems with shales. That's the type of rock where a good portion of the new oil and gas drilling is done in the U.S. Shale drilling, the kind that requires fracking, it's really expensive compared to traditional oil wells. Companies don't usually have that kind of cash on hand, so they have to borrow it. Rogers believes the trouble is companies overestimate how much oil they can get out of these wells. They have spent too much money for too little return. The amount of oil that comes out of shale wells is really high at the beginning, so production levels look really great to a company's investors. But the amount of oil drops off sharply within the first six months or a year, so the companies have to take on more and more debt to keep production levels looking great. You've got to keep drilling. You've got to engage in a frenzy of drilling. Rogers calls it a drilling treadmill. This can all seem to work pretty well when oil is at $100 a barrel, but what happens when those prices drop by more than 50% in six months? A lot of companies are bracing for the worst. That's Inside Energy's North Dakota reporter Emily Guerin. She's been talking with a number of small and medium-sized companies in the Bakken oil field. And the debt is bad message reaches all the way down the chain, from big companies to individual oil workers. Rory Anderson is with a company in Williston, North Dakota, that fixes oil field equipment. And he's been through busts before. So he's telling his workers to be careful. You know, we tell them, this is, you need to save as much money as you can, put it away, don't buy new things, and uh, just be prepared because it is going to tighten up a long way. That tightening has already started. Many companies have their current production locked in at the much higher prices seen this past summer. But those contracts will run out soon. There have been layoffs, companies are slashing their budgets, analysts predict a rush of mergers in the months ahead, and at least one small company in Texas has already filed for bankruptcy. During this new era, our nation has not only set production and refining records. This is American Petroleum Association President Jack Gerard giving his annual State of American Energy address recently. Which has led to reduced prices now benefiting all consumers. Gerard is painting the falling oil prices as proof of U.S. influence on world oil markets, calling this America's moment. He stuck to the positive elements of the oil price dive. 
And when I asked him after the address about the financial problems this poses for the industry, he was dismissive. We're not in that business of predicting price or predicting exactly how each company will respond to that change. Meanwhile, Matthew Perrone, that investment consultant, he's steering clear of the small and medium-sized companies most likely to be in trouble. But for the industry as a whole, he's actually feeling bullish, over the long term anyway. This is an interesting opportunity to add to your energy exposure. Wall Street 101, sell high, but buy low. That's what some investors are doing for the companies they still see as healthy. But how do they determine that? That's what we're examining now, and we will be reporting back soon. For Inside Energy, I'm Dan Boyce.